Hello? Cody. What? We need to talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Does whatever a spider can. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, we need to talk about Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. Welcome to We Need to Talk About Spider-Man, a podcast where we must talk about Spider-Man. I'm Cody Lunsford. And I'm Chad Oliver. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man, specifically Spider-Cinema for now with special guests. We'll also be talking about Spider-Man news and rumors from the World Wide Web. This week, we'll be talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Chad, you want to introduce our guests? Nothing would please me more. Uh, without further ado... <coughs> This is arguably too much lead up. Adam Reed. I'm not that important. Oh. Adam Reed. He draws characters for the fungies. He oh, wow. draws good on Instagram. He also likes the Spider-Man. Look out. Here comes uh, Adam Reed. We can we can end it right there. That was really cool. Yeah, clap, 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 clap. I wasn't good, expecting good that at all. That was great. Yes, you are, we, you are the do, first guest subjected yeah. to the guest intro. It'll be a it'll be an episodic thing. Does everyone um, get a cool intro, or is, is that yeah that they'll all uh, get personalized intros? But nothing feels, is going feels to, less special. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is going to top the first time though. I mean, this we we, we shocked the world. Disgusting. With this one. Um, so Adam. Thank yeah. you for being our first inaugural guest for our Spider-Man podcast, where we uh, do need to talk about Spider-Man. So we need to talk about Spider-Man specifically for you. What is your Spidey story? What was like your introduction to Spider-Man? Oh, man. Actually, you know, my first introduction was was um, my parents bought me like, remember like the 90s Spider-Man that was on like Kids WB and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. So my parents bought me like a, uh, like a, almost like playhouse that was like mm. spider-man where he had mm. like magnets on his feet and ah. like it had like it came with like a green goblin toy and so so that was my first like spider-man exposure and then so i started watching like the show stick him to walls or like the the fridge yeah like yeah mostly yeah mostly the fridge yeah yeah uh <laughs> the magnetic walls in my house I used right to <laughs> why didn't um, those a play set had magnetic yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> the the toy my parents got me from that TV series was when Spider-Man has the whole arc where he is turning into a spider. Oh my gosh! And so it's very toy. creepy. I had the same it's toy. Very creepy. Like he's got the arms yeah. and he's yeah. got the spider face. Oh no! If I had something else. Mine was like a transformer. Where... Right, right. Mine was not a transformer. So cool. Mine was just a figurine. Yeah. The head, if y'all want to like, do a in. podcast, if y'all want to do a podcast about the the kids WV version, you can bring me oh, back for that. I mean, well, I don't tempt one. us with a good time because we may be talking about those uh, <laughs> yeah. later. We've got oh, season cool. one mapped out, but there may may or may not be a season two or, or three or four or five or, three or six. Or four. We oh, could sure. be talking about Spider Man until the day we die, potentially. Right. But after uh, my toy and cartoon exposure, I, I started reading. Um, uh the ultimate spider-man run like that yeah. was like yeah. my the brian michael bendis yeah I read those. Of, yeah. yeah yeah because like uh, like i chad and i've talked us for uh where it was like there's just so many comics that i was like yep. oh i can jump in on like the ground floor with this one right you know so i was like i read through like the whole thing and that's right. like my favorite version of spider-man just because it's like my yeah first exposure to the, it but... the nostalgia i have for that series 
kind of makes it hard to beat as well. And the same can be said for this movie series. Like the right. nostalgia yeah, I hold totally. the Sam Raimi right. movies. Is the the ultimate different. the ultimate Spider-Man version is like really good. And when I first got Marvel Unlimited, I was like, okay, let me take a crack at um at this ultimate universe because it is one thing that I can hop on and just read it. So I read all yeah. the entire Ultimate, the 1610, oh, I think is what it is. I read all of that. Ultimate Spider-Man's the really good part of that is what yeah. I kind of realized. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I've only read the Spider-Man ones, but like, I, I think I started getting, it's like, was there a Captain America one? There was, and he's the one. That's the one where he points to his head and is like, "Do you think the A on my head stands for France?" (laughs) Okay, yeah, Yeah. okay, no, that that rules though. That's incredible. No, Chad, it does not. It's not. Do you think the A on my head stands for France? It's um, it's all very like. I can't think of a better word other than like edgy or like dark. Spider Man feels like Spider Man the whole time, and then the rest of it is like what if what if our heroes were fucked up and like that's well, where the yeah. um like the scarlet witch and quicksilver being kind of incesty that comes from ultimate okay ultimate I, that's Universe that's the one and... i read and i was like oh maybe i should just stick to spider-man <laughs> yeah <laughs> like spider-man yeah. was like all the comics i read as a youngster i was like mm-hmm, pretty obsessed yeah. with the character yeah, yeah. I mean, Spider-Man was, Spider-Man is my dude. Like, I mean, that that is something, you know, Chad and I bonded over quite a bit with Spider-Man being our dude. Because, I mean, he's kind of every boy he's of our ages <laughs> born, like, at a certain time. But now yeah. people are getting more dudes because they're being born in an era where, like, there's a lot of big movies um, yeah. where people can be exposed to them. But, like, yeah, it was truly... Spider-Man, Batman came later, X-Men came later, but Spider-Man was like kind of from the get-go because of that cartoon show and then this this set of movies that was definitely it for me. Well, I'll say like like if we can start talking about the movie, but like like Spider-Man for me was like, oh, he's like the he's still like the only one I'm like I relate to heavily because he's like the every every man, you know. Yeah. That it's like I, just happens to have you I, know. I relate to the fact that he's always stressed out and always running late for something and always like, like he doesn't have anything in his life put together. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's like through the day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To me, this is, I might be hot. He's like Batman done right for me. It's like, Oh, he has tragedy, but he doesn't have like millions and millions of dollars. And he's just like, he's like, Oh shit. I am got to fight crime, but I also got to pay rent. Like, right right and i also have like my girlfriend like right i don't know like it's mary jade and like my first one died because like like it's just like right. a whole like he has so much tragedy but he's still just like right making little quips and like which is that, why man. it was such a weird arc i think it was like 2017 2018 when they did the whole oh he's kind of tony stark and he becomes super rich yeah and he, i didn't like, like that. i mean it works yeah. fine and then they take it all away from him so he's back to being peter parker and it's like i mean did you have See, to do that really? i forget was was yeah. he like the millionaire billionaire in the the peter parker spectacular spider-man run that zadarsky did uh i think it's- that was right after Okay. Is it the one where like Doc Ock takes over his body for a while? And so that's then, like... before. So oh, like Doc Ock <laughs> takes his body over, which people don't seem to love that. I think that Doc Ock taking his body over is a good. 
I thought it was kind of cool. I I, yeah. I don't know why, but so, like, for some reason that worked for me. I don't yeah. know. But Here's... then he becomes rich, and then I'm like, ah, maybe not so much. But yeah. Then he, like, then but then I feel back. bad because I take it away. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want him to be rich, but then he's poor again. I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's maybe a good transition point then. Um, mm -hmm. Could they be adapting Doc Ock taking over Spidey's body in the upcoming No Way Home? So, Chad, you just already want to establish on the podcast me yelling at you yes <laughs> yes you're gonna get mad that's a bad theory i famously <laughs> hate people's fan theories wandavision really did a number on me of like i think it did a number we, on all of us because we got too big with it and i was telling chad that i was like this seems too big that we think it's going to start four different franchises right from we thought yeah, x-men fantastic like a TV four, show. right yeah. and dr strange and like dr strange is set up that's the one that i guess is yeah that was the only one I was expecting. And I was like full on like, oh, this could happen because it was like, like, what's what's he doing? Like what's right, what's Doctor Strange doing right now? Like right. the multiverse and shit's about to happen. I right. don't maybe. I don't know. But but we gotta yeah. get to No Way Home before Doctor Strange, which is str uh, strange for lack hey. of a better yep. word. Um but um yes, no way home. So let's so now we're gonna do our segment called the Daily Bugle. That's a bugle noise, kind of, right? Yeah, that works. Adam. Um, so we're gonna talk about Spider-Man in the news. So I think I think what we should talk about most is the title is revealed. The title is No Way Home. Adam, what are your thoughts on the title? It's fine. That's all right. Yeah, it's okay. If you're going to stick to the home convention, I think it's like as good as it can get. And I think it's absolutely horrendous that they have decided to stick to the home convention. Is my opinion. It's weird. It's a little weird. Like the first one, I was like, "Oh, that works. Like that's cool." But then it's also like, I don't know. I kind of feel like, like what else would they do? Because it's like there's Spider Man and there's like Amazing Spider Man, and then it's like, what are you kind of left? Like you do spectacular. You could do spectacular. Yeah. I mean. I think Homecoming was fine. I think that's a good oh. title. I, th I think that's good. But, but I you think... and I have talked about before that like either sticking with like school dance uh, naming convention or sticking high with high school theme. Right. It, it should have been like study yeah. abroad should have been the second one. This should be like, I don't know the premise, but like graduation that's... actually is probably what it should be called. Like that's what they should have done. And then the soundtrack cool. is uh, Kanye West. Right, exactly. But you I know think it would be cool if they stuck with that kind of convention. Yeah. Would be like if if we think they're actually gonna like introduce like other Peter Parkers, if it was called like Spider-Man Exchange Student, because there's oh, like yeah. people in like his his universe. Yeah, that would be good. I don't there know. You go. I mean, especially because it seems like the rumor, and it's a rumor, we're going to preface a lot of things in this section as it's a rumor, yeah. but yeah. the idea is that there's three high school movies, three college movies. Make it about school wow. then. There, there's nothing inherent to Spider-Man about home. He's not mm -hmm. like, that, that's not like built, like New friendly York City's home, friendly neighborhood, but like home yeah. is such a like specific thing to like yeah, it, focus on and i think it was a really bad call there's no like comics precedence for the home convention at all no. right like homecoming wasn't a run at any no. time no. i think it was literally just like hey spider-man's back we got spider-man yeah. that's exactly what it was and, yeah. and then it said at the homecoming dance <laughs> yeah. but the rest yeah. of it i think is is bad but mm -hmm. um i don't like this title um <laughs> similarly to like why i don't like far from home because it's just like vague in a way where it's like i mean 
Okay. It's, I yeah. stand that it's more, it's a better title than Far From Home, just in that it's more like, No Way Home is more like, oh, there's danger. Far From Home is literally just like, oh, he's in Europe. No, like, I, no Way Chad, Home is I think, better. I think they, they implied the same thing. It's just, we have seen Far From Home and we know that it's Europe. But both of those on first listen kind of imply the same thing, which is a vague nothingness and so i'm disappointed that this no way home just means like oh he got lost for a second and that's (laughs) it like i don't know so i do remember a bunch of people speculating at the far from home title drop that like multiverse confirmed we've got the multiverse far from home but like i'm I'm, part of me is afraid we're hopping back into that with the no way home speculation right so there's all of the rumors that toby mcguire is back that andrew, andrew garfield, garfield is back nothing mm-hmm. is confirmed um, two things Al- are, are confirmed Alfred except Olivia for yeah electro and and yeah, yeah jamie fox jamie those fox, are yeah. like trade confirmed marvel's not confirmed anything didn't like jamie fox like loosely confirm on like his instagram and then like deleted it or something like that yeah so there's been yeah. a lot of that thing marvel yeah. has not said a peep but the trades have basically confirmed Molina and Electro. And uh, Zendaya was in an interview where she mentioned loving working with uh, Alfred Molina. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so they're in it. Like they are. They are. Andrew and Toby may not be. I think they are. But like, I think we may be expecting them to be in it a lot and they may not be. Like, I really do worry that we're setting ourselves if, up. If they're in it, I think it's going to be like, five minutes top yes. like i think it'll be like oh, really? and then yeah i mean i want it to be more and i'm hoping it's more but like i'm bracing myself just for like five minutes and then maybe toby mcguire is in the sam raimi uh multiverse yeah, of madness because that's like, kind of what i'm thinking yeah i think it's basically cool, like but... one set piece and maybe like a scene before it basically i think the role of the spider man if they're in no way home will be similar to spider-man's role in civil war so you have like one scene Mm. before then a fight scene and that's kind of it right Uh, i could so it's probably in the middle in the same way if this is the second part of like a multiverse trilogy which is sort of like the idea is that wandavision leads to this leads to dr strange which here's the thing that's cool WandaVision isn't about the multiverse at all. It's not. It's not. But it's about (laughs) reality bending. Sure, sure, sure. But I think we thought it was going to explicitly be. We we did. Because we know that it's connected to Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, which, I mean, the title seems to confirm it's about the multiverse. Right, right, right. So if we do get like a small scene with Toby and Andrew here, what if that multiverse of madness movies, A, expands on these Spider-Men, but B, also like, brings in a bunch of different non-canon mcu i don't know non-canon marvel projects so like we could do fox x-men you could do like the fantastic four of, i think uh, post ralph boner i'm i'm a little less <laughs> yeah i think after that like after like like you also like you got evan peters so i was like yeah oh shit like yeah but then that, now that he's ralph boner I'm but maybe like, yeah, ralph boner, <laughs> maybe ralph boner was setting a precedent for chris evans who will have to play two characters as well between captain america and human torch yeah i don't know Jeff. That i i do think that, that toby <laughs> Maguire very well could be in 
Raimi being brought on to that movie and Toby being rumored, mm-hmm. I feel like that's too much happening for them yeah. to not kind of reunite because I think they both had pretty good experiences. Do you know, does anyone know if like Raimi's like a big Doctor Strange fan? Because isn't he mentioned in this movie too? Like, movie. Uh, yeah. I no, wonder no, if he was uh, just like, oh, this is like my dream project. It's Spider-Man 2. Oh, this, oh, that's that's where mentioned. oh yeah, you're right. It is too. It is because too. It, that's it. he's coming up with a name for Doc Ock. Yeah. Doc, yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. would assume, based on seeing early Raimi movies, which like have are very horror and like, yeah, like creepy and stuff like that, I could really envision him being into the like seventies, eighties Doctor Strange, sixties, seventies, eighties Doctor Strange, the psychedelic kind of era. I I really could see him being a and, big like, fan. His horror instincts are like present in this trilogy of movies too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah we can get into that like, later I, I don't know if we're like totally done with um our no way home rumors. i have i have one thing i want to say about it okay yeah go ahead i i want uncle ben i want them to just say his name just say uncle ben just once i am like, truly I, getting getting to the point where it's a little frustrating because they mm-hmm. we get our uncle ben moment with tony but he yeah. also needs to have had Uncle Ben for it to yeah. happen. Yeah. Also, it's, there's like, oh no, you go. Sorry. I, I get why they did it initially. Why they brushed past mm-hmm. it because like, oh, we've seen this death happen twice. It's kind of the Bruce Wayne totally. losing his parents thing. It's like, how many times do we have to see this in a movie? But it still has to be part of his story. And it, like, right. so far we have like initials on a briefcase and Far From Home is like the only hint we have that there there's, ever was an Uncle Ben. There's a moment. In Far From Home, and I don't know how it would really work because, like, Mysterio wouldn't really know about it. Mm. But, like, you know, like that part where he's like playing with his head and shows him like a dead, like, Tony Stark. Right. And he's like, he's like, oh, like, you messed up, like, you couldn't save him or whatever. Like, he's yeah. like taunting him, whatever. Yeah. It would have been cool if he's like, and this isn't the first time. Right. And, like, that's it. Like, it's just like, a, like, yeah. I just need like a little, I need like a little Uncle Ben. Cause like he's it's he's like honestly my favorite cast like one of my favorite casting in this movie like he's right. like mm-hmm. he's Great. so good I, I I kind of think that our boy Tom Holland does not have enough trauma <laughs> like I, I I kind of think like I mean he does like he saw Tony die and that was a big deal and stuff like that but like the Mysterio betrayal was pretty big for him in the last I movie. guess but there's no there's no. I mean, Ben supposedly died, but we don't really see that. I mean, mm-hmm. he has moved straight to MJ, so there's not the Gwen Stacy. Right. Oh, yeah. There's not... We don't see him having, like, the huge, like, consequences mess-ups in the same way. I don't know. I think we're going to have very interesting conversations when we get to the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies because i think me and chad both like tom holland as spider-man in theory yeah. we like them but then i don't know that a spider-man movie i love them as mcu movies yeah, yeah. and i think spider-man homecoming delves yeah, I in like a, better. a bit yes. to what's mm-hmm. special about the character of spider-man totally but i that one to me they yeah. come close nice. to this trilogy yeah my, my thing with like Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland is the best cast Spider-Man. Like sure. I think he like I, I, I think he that, captures yeah. like both. Like he's perfect casting to me. Like he yeah. feels like he's a kid, which totally. is something I want to talk about with <laughs> Tobey Maguire. Yeah, he doesn't feel like he's a kid, but um, but also like it, it's just the story that he's put in where it's like the thing I love about 
you know this this movie is like it's like a self-contained like mm-hmm. it feels like spider-man right but like these other movies like they kind of like they have to work with the whole universe of like right. the marvel Cinematic universe totally so it gets kind of lost in there and yeah. my thing is like i think spider-man work better as like a marvel tv show like a disney plus show oh definitely Definitely. Because like I want like the day that like Spider-Man isn't supposed to have like everything be like a world-ending event. Like it's right. supposed to be like mm. like those little things of like saving the neighborhood. That's why he like teams up with Daredevil all the time. Right. Because they're just like chilling around New York. I fully think that if Marvel wasn't having to share Spider-Man with Sony, the movies <laughs> would feel a bit more contained. I think because yeah. they're sharing them, they do everything they can to make them big MCU. Mm-hmm. But like it, if you watch Captain America and the Winter Soldier, I like I think that would be the level of connection the Spider-Man movies would have if they weren't trying to make them so tied to the right. MCU because of that partnership. Um, but yes, let let's talk about Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Let's let's move into yes. this. So, what are what are your guys' kind of overall thoughts on this movie? I mean, we've all seen it before. Yeah, I, I I grew up on this. This like mm-hmm. this series of movies. I, I love them so much. Um, the third one obviously is a step down, but I still enjoy it. It's good. Um, it's pretty good. It's fine. Like it's I kind of like it. It's a passable. Fine. Okay, you guys will probably talk about this later, but like. Uh, where do you rank the third one? Like, is it like, do you think Amazing Spider Man 2 is better or worse than worse? Yeah, worse. Yeah, Amazing you think Spider-Man. so? Amazing Spider Man 2 is worse than Spider Man. I kind of think both Amazing Spider Man movies are. Worse. Oh, really? The first one is yeah. up for debate, but depending on how this rewatch I like goes, I might, I might be singing the same tune. Don't know. That's I, I, I haven't seen the Amazing Spider-Man's like since they came out. And I remember yeah. then I was like, oh, they're fun. Like, yeah. and I liked his, like his chemistry with Gwen Stacy. I thought was good. Those, that is the yeah. fundamental, like brilliance of those movies is that. Yeah, and I think it like, almost fails on every other level. That's Mark Webb's yeah, that's thing. Fair. Like the, the teen romance he does really good. Right. And then they just yeah. were already like, actually dating so they had really good chemistry so mark webb Sorry, is still... I, I didn't mean to like derail no, you're good. i was, talking, I was just curious mark webb is directing i think he's directing like an rl stein adaptation for disney plus right. and i am so excited i'm like really into that as an idea actually um i mean here's my super hot take that we'll dive into as we go on i think i may like spider-man 3 about as much as i like far from home <laughs> which I know is controversial, but I Far From Home is a movie I've been cold on kind of since I saw it. I think it being two months after an endgame was a massive mistake. Yeah, that, that wasn't doing it any favors. If it was like no. the first bit of MCU we got yeah. after the plague, yeah, maybe I'd like it more. And, and I was like, I, I mean, he's in Europe and it's all about Tony and... Which I like, say, but it's yeah. it's frustrating at the same time. The best part of that movie is when he comes back to New York and then yeah. sees J.J. Jameson. I'm like, oh yeah, we're in New York. It's Spider-Man. <laughs> which cool. is, which like, is when the movie is over. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. exactly. That was my, because I, I remember like sitting in the theater and being like, oh, this was like fun. Like I yeah. liked like the, the Mysterio parts where you like. There's cool effects. effects. Yeah. yeah. But then I remember it's like, I was feeling like, ah, oh, this was fine. And then the end credit scene, I was like, Spider-Man. Oh, cool. Right. I love Spider-Man. This I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, he's in New York the whole time, baby. He is in New York the whole time. 
he not is always in Manhattan. Around. Sometimes he's out in the whatever neighborhood that is, but right, yeah, right. he's Queens? he's fully in New York. I guess it's Queens, yeah, yeah, because Queens is where he's from, right? Yeah. Or is yes. he Brooklyn? Yeah, I think he's, yeah. Oh, Captain America's Brooklyn, and then Caps. Yeah. Brooklyn. He has that whole scene where he drops the thing. He's like, "Where are you yeah. from?" Yeah, <laughs> Brooklyn, and then that's it. And it's like, okay, cool. It rules. I think the swing in this movie is incredible. Like the fact that they it, pulled it off is wild. Oh my it's gosh, so good. it holds up so well. Like yeah. you can kind of see that, like the character is like a CG creation a bit. Sure, sure. Because of the mask, you're not really having to buy any like fake. Uh, mm-hmm uncanny valley faces or anything so it just looks like a dude swinging around new york it's i I mean yeah i will say something i was really struck on this rewatch was because he's like practically in the suit so much and there's so many like fight scenes where he's in Mm -hmm. it i was like i kind of i think this movie looks good and continues to look good and i don't know i need to talk about this movie on its own merits but at the same time he's a gooey man in basically all of the mcu which is fine because they make him Uh, look good but at the same time like oh you can kind of see their eyes behind the like mask and like all those like really practical suits and practical effects i was like Like, super seeing the green goblins like teeth through the yes the the mouth on the mask and like seeing willem dafoe's eyes through the Whatever the lenses are. Do we, up at, yeah. do we want to talk about the Green Goblin suit? Because this yeah. is so. This is a controversial opinion. I don't hate it's, it. <laughs> I, I don't think. I don't think it's controversial because I don't. I don't hate it. But it's okay. also like my biggest thing is like you got Willem Dafoe who has like the best facial expressions and like right. looks like. I feel like they hired him because he kind of looks like a goblin. Like right. Yeah. Right. And then you put him in like a Power Rangers mask, and then yeah. he's also like face to face with someone who else. Who's like someone else who like has no face. Uh-huh. Right. So they're just like, it's fine. Like it works. Like it's yeah. it's right. okay. We all but like, watch the Mandalorian. Yeah. We're we're used <laughs> it's to all it. Good. Like, yeah. It's fine. But I, I I think like I mean that's the Green Goblin thing is sometimes he mutates into the Goblin thing mm-hmm. and then other times mm-hmm. he's just wearing a random Goblin mask. Like, yeah. That right. is yeah. like even I in think, the comics there's some eras of that and it is kind of like odd. Yeah. I think I think my thing is like I didn't really care about it until which isn't necessarily fair to the movie, but I saw like the test footage of like the prosthetic mask they the made. Prosthetic for him, mask is so good. Which is so cool. And like it's really it's cool. Really neat. And it's like scary as shit. Like it's yeah. like as a kid, I would have probably cried, like seeing this like goblin. I mean, and maybe man. that's why like, is it's too scary. But it's so yeah. cool. It's but so it also cool. makes sense that was Raimi's instinct is to make the goblin so scary initially. Uh, mm-hmm. Um and now he's like kind of, of a background. Like he's he's doing the military glider and he's yeah. got a mask that like matches this like armor. It makes sense. It definitely makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And and I think it's good. I I love Willem Dafoe in this movie. I like the mm-hmm. characterization of Green Goblin. The kind of like um mm-hmm. you know multiple personality element of it of like the yeah. Goblin talking to him. Those scenes him are a lot being, of fun. Too. So cool. oh, talking so to the good. mirror or talking to yes. the mask and he's like crawling towards it by the fireplace and so he, good. Is like he, I, I honestly think he's like the the standout in this besides mm-hmm. J. Joe Jameson. But like to me, he's like right. like he's acting like his ass off the whole time. And like yeah. he's, there's he's a few amazing. actors that could pull off what he did here. And because yeah, it could be doing, so cheesy. It could he's yeah. doing full like comic book camp, but like to a level where it's like I don't know. I still believe it. It's not just mm-hmm. like 
It's not cartoony, but it is campy. And I don't mean that yeah. as an insult. Like it's like right. it's good camp because there's bad camp and there's good camp. Mm-hmm. I, I I think there's like five like in the top five modern superhero villain performances. Mm-hmm. I think two of them are from the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Mm. <laughs> Spider-Man. That's a good point. Too. Yeah, yeah, Goblin and um, Doc Ock. Uh, Doc Ock. Yeah, I mean the other one is uh, to round out the top five. It would be like Joker. And then Magneto from obviously. Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Leto yeah. Joker, obviously. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, not Suicide Squad. Jesus Joker from. Uh, oh, right, from the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> um, I don't know who the fifth slot would be, but it might be Michael Keaton in Homecoming. He's so no, 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 no. I mean, Loki is great. Brolin Loki's is great. good. As Kill Killmonger. Honestly, probably. Oh, Killmonger's chill. Killmonger's. Really Killmonger's up in there so i mean there's lots but eisenberg as lex luthor maybe <laughs> you're a stupid idiot. i so i <laughs> i don't know I, I would love to like throw dc another bone other than just heath ledger's joker but like there's really okay if we go back further i think devito as ping oh okay if we want to go back to yeah. michelle yeah. pfeiffer as catwoman yes. those are really good mm-hmm. And Nicholson's Joker, don't forget. That was mm, also pretty good. I don't know. I, it's fine. Oh, it's a good performance. The freeze guy. Yeah, no, <laughs> not my favorite. Um Tommy Lee Jim Jones is pretty good. Jack Nicholson does a good okay. job as the Joker. It just is not very jokery. He is just a mob boss. I would, I would crazy. love to see because you mentioned Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I would love to see like like him take on that character now. Like with like our new Jim Carrey, who's not like as like right. zany. Who I has would like that like unhinged a little bit. Like that, no, I, can't, I think not, he's I would, not. But like I would find copies of that movie and burn it and not let anybody <laughs> see it. I don't want Jim Carrey. I don't. I don't know. He was good as Robotnik and and Sonic. He was fine. He was doing a nice Jim Carrey performance. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't like Jim Carrey that much, Adam. Oh, like, okay. Well, but I love right. Truman Show. <laughs> It's one oh, of my I favorite movies. Yeah. Um, I I find him so profoundly annoying, and I think and so does Tommy Lee Jones, and so does Tommy Lee yeah, Jones. Yeah, he does. I heard about that. <laughs> I no, think funny. I think oh. method acting is an excuse for people to be assholes, and he has used that so so much. Speaking, if we want to bring back Spider-Man, speaking of assholes, I was listening yeah. to this uh this thing about like Freddie Prince Jr. who plays the Flash in this. Yeah, have you heard have you heard this story? How or, like. Or how not, not Freddie Prince Jr. It's some, oh, shit. some, some Joe, other actor from Joe Mantiello, oh, Joe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's uh, yeah, Deathstroke yeah. himself. Oh yeah, right. okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know why I got similar from the same era. It's they yeah. look the same yeah. at this time. Yeah. They really yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um I heard the story that like, you know that scene where he's like trying to beat up Peter Parker yeah. and like mm-hmm. Peter like finally has like it's his powers and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently someone on the crew came up to him and was like, hey, I'll pay you a hundred bucks if you just like clock Tobey Maguire. <laughs> and oh, and no. he was like, because everyone, I guess, hated him on set. Toby? Toby. Yeah. Like, yeah. The hey, guy, yeah. I that forget his sense. name already. What's his name? Uh, Joe. 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 He, like he's, he's, uh, he was talking about it on a podcast. He was basically yeah. saying like, yeah, the guy offered to like have me just punch Tobey Maguire in the face. Yeah, and he was um, like, "Well, I couldn't do it because then, like, I would be fired because I right. like broke yeah. Spider-Man's face." Right. Allegedly, Toby is very much of an asshole on sets. Oh no. Uh, um, 
and also allegedly the character that uh, Michael Sarah plays in Molly's yeah. game is Toby Maguire. <laughs> Uh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, um, game, so good, good movie. Not not a good look movies. for for Toby. Plays, no. uh, yeah, uh, very okay. much so. a rich entitled, famous jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but that being said, Toby in this movie, I think is pretty. I always was a little mixed because I was like, he is so much of a depressed downtrodden character that he's not that much fun as spider-man he really was a good peter parker where he is kind of like a sad sack but then this time watching it out i was like just the we're not going to get a superhero movie like this now really where the whole premise of the thing is our main character is depressed and a bit miserable and it's hard to be a hero but he knows he has to but his life is miserable because of that and he's depressed yeah that's what makes this trilogy but specifically this movie so special is that like right yeah when he tries to like have his like fun with his powers it gets his uncle killed right you Mm -hmm. know and he just has to live this like tragic life and like the end of the movie with like mary jane is i'm in says i'm in love with you i want to be with you and it should be like the best moment of his life but he has to turn away and say like i can only be your friend because right which it's heartbreaking it's sad i still don't he comes off as an ass in that scene because it's kind of like you could just say yeah because he (laughs) just doesn't really respond to her in a good way he just kind of responds with like i can't and walks off also I don't know. Maybe I, this, this is why I could like never be a superhero. But I think I would just be like, yeah, but I'm I'm Spider Man, so I don't think I don't think it's <laughs> right. gonna work. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't. I I do enjoy these movies a lot. I do think they kind of do Mary Jane fairly dirty, dirty throughout yeah. all of it. I think um, she's probably best in this one. Yes. Yeah. Um. She just kind of gets punished a lot. Yeah. On on another on Best Pictures, mine and Chad's other podcast, we talked about the movie Forrest Gump and how Jenny kind of is punished throughout that entire movie. For yeah. sure. It yeah. is similar. It's not to as extreme of a degree, but there is an element of that as it goes on, where like Mary Jane, she's a bad actress, <laughs> and then like all of her things fall apart, and she dates other people, so she's kind of punished for that. Even though uh, Peter's the one who turned her down, she comes from a. I mean, they really make her home life seem miserable, and then yeah, like, yeah. Totally. which feels like they're. It's kind of this trope where it's like this romanticized, like oh, she's comes from a, a broken place, so I could be. Her the savior. one to fix I her. Could be I can fix it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I could be misremembering, but from what I know, like she's just successful and becomes rich and all of that stuff in the comics. She's not as like I think so. Yeah. Isn't yeah. she at least like, in like Ultimate? Isn't she a model? No, wait. She's a model in one of them, right? She. I mean, she's like, a model in the main unit. She's like a very okay, like, famous yeah. model she becomes a very famous actress she starts working and, like for the marketing of stark industries in a oh, recent okay. run like oh. um and yeah. even this series kind of abandons the whole struggling actor thing by the next movie mm-hmm. but then it introduces it by number three doesn't it she's a waitress again yep yeah no yeah. she's in a play and like i don't think you're supposed to think the 
she's doing all that well. But she's also on billboards. Like, she's modeling, too. I I think she has a... I think that's another moment of the punishment. She starts to do a little well, and then it, like, goes away. Like, I don't know. Um, And then Gwen Stacy gets introduced. It's it's all. Gwen Stacy's first, (laughs) but it's fine. Nobody nobody does that. They all want to go to MJ, which is fine. Um, (laughs) Mark Webb had the balls. It would be interesting if, like, in the Tom Holland, if he ever dated anyone else, you know, if they yeah, I wonder if they'll do that. Arcs or the, I mean, the Betty character, it does not seem like he's going to date her. Um, Mm -hmm. that's somebody he's dated in the comics. Um, yeah, and Ned dated her. And Ned, yeah, yeah, probably. I guess Black Cat, Mm -hmm. they could bring in. It could have his Black Cat stuff since they've never done it. Yeah, yeah, um. What else do there's um so we've kind of talked about relationship thoughts, kind of our thoughts with him, um, with um Mary Jane specifically. We've got his stuff with his aunt and uncle, which I think I think the aunt and uncle stuff in this movie is so good. It's perfect. It rules, yeah. yeah. The casting them, for them is like like the uncles, like when I think of Uncle Ben, like it's yeah, this guy. It. It's not even one from the comics, it's like it's yeah this guy like yeah yeah i think aunt may similarly i she mm-hmm. is who i envision um yeah it's so weird how the aunt mays have gotten younger and hotter <laughs> as we go okay yeah. so i have a question is like is this supposed to be like his great aunt and uncle no i don't think so why are it they so old, old? Why that is like kind of the confusing thing always is yeah. why are they so old? so it makes sense in like the new movies a little bit to me because it's like oh it was probably like his like his parents sibling or right. something like that yeah but like it's just, it, it i didn't really think about it until i was watching this i'm like wait they're like they're very old like these are very he's, old uh, he's and maybe 68 they, he says maybe they line. are supposed oh, really? to be as great mm-hmm. aunt and uncle but then that i mean that just adds to the tragedy of like Peter's grandparents are also dead, and his parents. Right, and yeah. presumably and his parents were solo, like single yeah. children. Like for the great aunt and uncle to be the people to raise you, there have to be a lot of people to die. Maybe, <laughs> right. maybe one of his parents was a mistake, and it just happened too late. Yeah, and then it was maybe. like a situation maybe. where it was like, ah, uh, well, do your we dad know? <laughs> like I, man the so they're parkers okay yeah. so it's ben and richard are brothers yeah is what it would have thing. to be mm-hmm. okay. oh okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 um or ben is the uncle to richard i guess is the possibility i'm not really clear on that but i guess it's like potential right. um there's not a ton of parent stuff in this but you do mm-hmm. like there is kind of the melancholy of his parents not being around I think again to go back to our MCU spotty, that's the fact that we don't have been mentioned really mm-hmm. or any indication of like any missing his parents whatsoever. The fact that there is no th- mention of that stuff is kind of bizarre. Totally, now, yeah. It could have been a course correcting because Amazing Spider Man went too hard on the parents and we're going to introduce the shield spy thing that is yeah. comic accurate but, but also so, i don't like it no. i don't like it because it makes it makes peter important before he's supposed to be and peter yeah. should be a nobody the fact yeah. that in and we'll get to it several months from now 
But that Amazing Spider-Man Two makes it like the spider was like made from Peter's DNA is the yeah that sucks thing in the world. I I, I mean I think this is the first episode of this podcast, so we're kind of establishing a lot of ground rules. I think it's kind of impossible to talk about Spider-Man without context of all of the other versions of Spider-Man. Yeah. I yeah. think that's just going to be something that we we talk about in this. Um, totally. Adam, you wanted to really talk about J. Jonah Jameson. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I wrote down. I took the little notes. Right. I wrote down that I think J.K. Simmons is maybe outside of Iron Man the best cast person in a superhero movie of yeah. all I time mean, as J. John Jameson. I can't disagree. Like, there's right. lots of good casting, it's, but it's like, so perfect. he is the definitive. J. Jonah Jameson in my head. More I mean, so as than... proven by the fact that they didn't, he, he's never been recast. They yeah. didn't even yeah. bother in Amazing and then in. Uh, they bring him back because he's so good at back. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And also, just, like, yeah. that scene where, like, the goblin comes in and it was like, like, who took the pictures? And you see, like, like oh, he has, like, journalistic integrity. Like, he's not going to rat yeah. out Peter. Yeah. Like, she, like, easily could. Right. It just like shows like the depth of that character too, which is really yeah. neat. In a really Whereas, small like, moment, like he's his yeah. life is on the line and he's sticking up for Peter in a way. Yeah. And like, Chad, yeah. you mentioned the spectacular Spider-Man like Chip Zdarsky run. That's they do some good J. Jonah Jameson stuff in that where you Man. go into his conscience of like I would, oh, oh shit. He, loves, I would he, he takes care of Peter. Adaptation of that. Yeah. Yeah. There's that one issue that it's like literally just uh Jameson has dinner with Spider-Man. Right. Talk. And it's the right. whole one. It's, yeah. so it's, it's so good. good. Cause so is good. it's Jameson's brother who gets married to Aunt May. Oh really? Just, I thought it was just Jameson. No, Jameson doesn't. No, no, no. no oh, no, I no, wish. No. That'd be so much. But fun. It, but it's a relative <laughs> of Jameson who gets married to Aunt May. No, I thought it was Jameson and May. I'm like 99% no. sure. No, 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 no. There there's I'm no like way. I mean, you know comics more than me, but like this is a run that I read and, and like really loved. I'm like pretty sure. Is... No, because the talk... guy the guy dies, the one who married her. Um, I'll look it up, but let's okay. keep talking about J. Jonah Jameson while I. <laughs> okay, yeah, it. yeah. J. Jonah Jameson started dating Meg Parker and married her sometime later. Oh no! Sorry, the father of Jay Jameson. No, nope. there it is. Okay. The father, his his dad, John Jonah Jameson Senior. Wait, so they became stepbrothers? <laughs> yes. So Peter. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't. I think that's so funny. It, I mean, it is funny. And, okay. And yeah. so, so like Jonah was very protective of Peter, and it has always Aww. been protective of Peter. That's I like that. Yeah. That's and cute. then there's kind of the reckoning of like once he realizes Peter is Spider Man. Yeah, and then like he's Rex, like he's he he's like really devastated and he's like everything i knew is wrong and then he goes out of his way to help peter and then you got peter's sister who's not actually his sister and all of that other stuff going on there's a lot oh right there was a whole is she like technically yeah. a clone of his or something or like oh is that the, yeah okay i do know what you're talking about i have seen something that weird. yeah yeah, something yeah. Like good run. comics man good run comics man but J. Joma, like yes he, J.K. Simmons is so iconic in this role that he, like, cannot be replaced. Could you think of anyone that could replace him? Because I, I can only think of one person, and it's literally just because of someone doing, like, fan art. Who's your guy? Uh, Ice Cube. 
Ice Cube would not be bad. Interesting. I feel like I've done this before because this is part of why this podcast has exists. It's because there are many times where I just call chat on the phone and we do just talk about Spider-Man. No, it was a few months ago. Cody called me when it seemed pretty clear that they were going to do a multiverse thing for this movie. And he said the words, we need to talk about Spider-Man. Right. Uh, And then (laughs) we decided we should monetize this and make content. (laughs) Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like it would have to be pretty if he wasn't already in the mcu john slattery might not be bad yeah that'd be, um, that'd be pretty good it'd be like a different more suave take yeah but like someone who can like match that level of like anger and rage though john ham yeah. could probably do it oh, really. oh shit that'd be really fun yeah. like john like madman style john <laughs> yeah because john ham can get like real mad and like uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. be really funny you need somebody who can be loud mad and funny like that is kind of i think key. i think also have like that little bit like you're talking about, like that little bit of heart too yeah and like exactly. and like in Mad Men, you see like him mm-hmm. do that like he's mean but he also has like a little soft side yeah i i, I think that's probably gone to my head who i would go with that's good, one. That's good. um but it's weird we don't have john hammond Super. I mean, John Hamm could be Norman Osborn too. Like, I don't know. He could be a lot of people. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Get him to do that. If you please. want an older Mister Fantastic, yeah, Mister Fantastic, that'd be a little yeah. too old. I do I think know. they're. Go- I think they're going early thirties. Is the rumor. So like, Krasinski's too old for what they're going for, even though he is the strong rumor. I saw another fan casting that I think would be really good. Would be uh the guy that played Cheedy. From yes. the good place. That is who yeah. I am actively yeah. rooting. William, I would that's who I Jackson love Harper. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love him. He's he's already jacked too. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. No, he is the perfect like nerdy but jacked. Like yeah. I I fully that is who I want it to that be. That episode of the good place where he like wears the small shirt and you can mm-hmm. see how oh like the mailman oh oh no no where you like he like he, breaks it's like down. a girl's shirt or something yeah like, yeah, 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 shirt. yeah yeah and he's you can like, see his muscles through it it's just like oh. Mr. Fantastic. Okay, right. I could I could see that. I, yeah, I think totally. also like the fact that it is likely Jessica Roth who is Invisible Woman. She could oh, be something else, but she has met with Marvel Ooh. and is a blonde lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, I mean, Jessica Roth is more realistic than the Jennifer Lawrence rumor, which there's just no way that. Oh, happening. her. Okay. Yeah, Jessica Roth that. from Happy Death Day is. I don't. Yeah. I think that's a good. Um, That'd be fun casting. Uh, yeah. She's great. And, uh, I love her. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, uh, Jonah's a hard one to replace, and so you know they definitely um, decided, hey, let's mm-hmm. just keep him around. I think honestly, everybody is fairly well cast in this movie, yes. especially yeah. in <laughs> incoming, incoming, hot take, hot take. Is Harry Osborn uh, James Franco's best performance? Uh, <laughs> my instinct is to say no. I don't I'm think going so. To say but... yes. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, even like I don't he's know. great in Pineapple Express. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't necessarily love that movie, but I, I guess like I would argue like that he's fun. fun. I would argue it's Freaks and Geeks, like legitimately. He is good um, at Freaks and Geeks, yeah. but that's why I think he's good in this is because mm. this is Franco before he. <sighs> And, you know, Franco is Franco and everybody can do their own research on that. But like he 
gets really into his head and very artsy and that stuff and kind mm-hmm. of becomes annoying and overperforming to me personally as things go on. And this is before anybody gives a shit about who James Franco is. Mm-hmm. And that is when I think he is kind of in the, I think he's good in this movie. I no, always he forget he is, he's in this movie. I always forget that James Franco is in these movies. Because completely. he's so somebody we know now and he is yeah. not that big of a deal in this movie. Also, uh Octavia Spencer is in this movie. Octavia yeah. Spencer plays a nothing role in this <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm like awesome. She's good yeah. at it. Like she's funny. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She the way she says uh something about like you sure how, you want to do it? <laughs> you can and and likely will uh sustain injuries like yeah. we're not held reliable for them. She um she w- worked as like a casting assistant for a while and so they would just oh, really? often use her in bit roles for a while. She's in one of the Halloween okay. movies and gets murdered like very early in it. Um but then becomes a massive amazing yeah. superstar. Yeah. Um Pride of Auburn. Uh, oh, she went to Auburn? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Good job, um, guys. It's the one thing we talk about. Every time she's nominated, the <laughs> mm-hmm. school like, focuses hey, on it, uh, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, Our yeah, media think... department that had nothing to do with her. I don't think she was in media at no. all. Uh, no. Claims her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, this, this, this movie's really good. I think Sam Raimi's... Um, his kind of focus on the character as like a, it kind of sucks to be a superhero. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that it sucks to do the right thing. Like, right. Yeah. And right. often the right thing can seem hard. Like you've got green goblin standing with like the woman he loves and the kids. Yeah, and I'd argue sequence. like he has a moment of selfishness there where he goes for yeah, fully first. You totally, know? Yeah. Right. But he's thankfully he's able to save everybody. He's but, able to do it all. Yeah. Um, a thing I was reading when this movie was originally in development, like very early on, surprising no one, Stan Lee wanted to play J. Jonah Jameson. Mm. That would have worked. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's not. not I find like, it annoying. He's not a good I wouldn't actor have been mad. <laughs> I wouldn't have been mad, but like, because I'm like, ah, oh, it makes sense. But also, yeah. yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be the best casting. <laughs> no. For sure. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, before I mean, we... <laughs> I was about oh, wait. to put my foot I... in the mouth and say it might be accurate casting, but uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> very Jonah Jameson esque. But no, we can't speak ill of the dead. Okay, um, no, he's Stanley did Stanley did lots of great things, but so did lots of other people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> is 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 the big thing. Um, but so this was in James Cameron wanted to make this movie for her with Leo DiCaprio as mm-hmm. um as the main actor, which I could see Leo as Spider-Man's not bad. Okay, here I have a this this is my I don't know if I've already said it because I feel like I might have already said it. Toby's too old. Toby is too old. He's I looked up his age, he's like 28. 29 and yeah. he's chasing a school bus in the beginning and i'm like this looks right. weird i don't like this they do and all then... look super old yeah. at mm-hmm. the beginning which is why i mean until homecoming none of them really spend time in high school but like yeah. that is why this one like within yeah. they basically he gets bit graduation out of high school they just oh i have a question how do you guys feel about the uh not having web shooters, just having like, like it, it just honestly, be part of them. 
I, I don't care. It's my true like. Yeah, I, I think don't care it's fine. that much. But I honestly think it makes a little more sense to like say, it does. It does. "Oh, this is just part of the." radioactive like spider bite and not like oh there's just a teen who's smart enough to figure out how to make this somewhere you know i mean that's the that's the spidey slash the marvel problem at times where they're like Mm -hmm. okay we really want him to be a photographer okay but also he's a genius scientist and sometimes (laughs) he goes and does the science thing sometimes he goes and does the photos right uh, it's why like every scientist in the Marvel universe has like 90 degrees because they can't really like, even decide even like Oscorp. It's like, yeah, we're designing armor and gliders, but we are also trying to make a formula that will enhance human like right uh, abilities. Like what what's your thing at Oscorp? Are you a genetics lab or are you like a mechanics lab? Like what what is us? Well, that, that would have been the good thing if. MCU had existed and they were trying to connect it. Like Goblin should yeah. be an attempt at so- Super Soldier Serum. Yes. Like yes. most things in the Marvel comics like are Weapon Hulk, X. Hulk in Hulk, the MCU was trying to all of it is them trying Steve to do Rogers, super, yeah. super Soldier. Because yeah. it worked in World War Two, and then we forgot how to do it. So let's because they it killed again. the guy who figured it out. Yeah. yeah. So like Goblin being attempting to do that serum would be a fun way to do it in the totally. MCU. Yeah. Um, Back to it's just yeah. <laughs> back to point i love all that stuff i love when he's like oh, ripping off his shirt and then he lays down and he's like "Ooh, it's gold <laughs> like it's yeah it's so good this movie so rules. lived in yeah, it's, and, like, real. it's, it's good yeah when well, can, I, we, I, can we go around and just say our high point of the movie uh sure one right. by one wait can i say can i say one more hot take? yeah yeah sure yeah okay i don't know how hot that is but like because this movie is like so comic accurate like, I mean, like, not necessarily comic, but, like, it really follows, like, the beats of, like, mm-hmm. like, oh, he's, like, this nerdy kid, gets bullied at school, like, uh, his uncle dies, like, like, he was, like, showing, like, a wrestling thing for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bones it all. feels, it does feel very 60s, but yeah. it was filmed, like, the 2000s, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a fun, I think like, it, mismatch of, like, yeah. it almost feels out of time in a way. Which is I, why I, I think, I do think it would be, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I do think it'd be cool if they just went with like, hey, this is in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. it would have been kind of fun. Like, obviously they wouldn't, but like, when I watch it, I'm like, some of these, like, these jock tropes and stuff seem like a little like, mm-hmm. like they seem like the 60s. They're not what bullies but... actually were like in the early 2000s, necessarily. No. Yeah. But yeah. I but I, I think they could do an all MCU where they just do a like what if movie where it is like Marvel characters in the sixties. And I think yeah. that could be yeah. really be fun. For it. That'd be fun. I, especially with the Fantastic Four. I want them to yeah. be like like go with like a wormhole in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and be from the sixties. Right. And just be like, Whoa, I, science I thought is weird that was now. Gonna, I thought that was gonna happen for the longest time. I fully don't think that's what it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, I don't think it will either. Um yeah. with all the sword mm-hmm. stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um okay, hi you want our highs yeah. of this movie. So Chad, movie. you go first because you Let's posed see. the question. Um man, there are a lot of highs. Uh, I would say for me, it is the moment where all seems lost on the bridge as he's holding like Mary Jane on the, the cart goblin comes in and then like a piece of Dang trash it, that was mine. Hits, hits the goblin. 
Yeah. And then just like the fact that New York like has his back and like New York as like a character. Yeah. yeah. Is, they like, say you mess with around. one of us, also, you mess with all yeah. of us. This is like this is like post 9-11 too, which yeah, is like yeah. like everyone like you feel it because it's like uh-huh. oh this is New York. Like this you movie made me love you New, York. New York. Yeah, it's yeah. so yeah. awesome. I, I went to New York for like the first time before this pandemic started, uh-huh. and I was like, oh shit. This is cool. And it was mostly because I watched this movie where I'm like, yeah, yeah they're like a and brotherhood. This is neat. Like, this is New York. Like, as much as I love everything the MCU has given us, like, I'm the biggest fan of that series. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. There's never, like, been a moment that feels like that in that whole No. Series. Yes, they, they lose some of that. Yeah. It's cinema. It's beautiful. The I mean, Bodega it's stuff, yeah. I guess, still... is good in Homecoming. But yeah, other than that, they kind of mm-hmm. lose a lot of the New York stuff. It's like the do a backflip. <laughs> Right. And I the, love that shit. That's so funny. <laughs> and the, the bodega and like yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, Adam, what's your high? Oh, okay. Adam. Oh, it's probably when he goblins pretends to be an old lady and then goes, ah. <laughs> when no, he, uh, the, the, the fire scene is so good. It is very yeah. good. Yeah. No, I, actually Save my favorite part. And then yeah, there's an old good. hag up there. And the cops are like, We're gonna arrest you. And then he's or like, he I'm not gonna come back. <laughs> the only the, the only part of this movie where I was like, oh, that CGI is like is when he throws like that little thing and everyone becomes a skeleton and they're like eh, yeah, and they yeah, like crumble. Yeah. The whole and world like, fair sequence is kind of like not that that's the part that's aged the worst, I'd say. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just from like a CGI standpoint and like effects. Yeah. But, but my favorite, um, besides honestly, this is feeling like a self-contained superhero movie that like the stakes are just this one person stakes. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, I, I mean, I mean, obviously like shit's happening in New York, but like, right. it's not like the end of the world, which like is super refreshing. Right. Even though I right. like, I love the cinema, like Marvel cinematic universe, like just watching, like it feel this movie, maybe besides like into the spider verse for me feels the most like Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I can see, but that. my favorite, my favorite scene is probably like the fight in the, like in the very end. When he's just like getting the shit beat out of him, yeah, and yep. I'm like, like in like his mask, it's all ripped up, and you, yeah, like, it's so good. It's a little scary too, yeah, yeah. And it's like this is really like, yes. it's like the first time, like, and I don't think like the new movies have shown it too well, where it's like, oh man, Peter could die right now, like, right, like he's mm-hmm. vulnerable, like it, it, I don't know, it just. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was really in, in Homecoming, you have that moment when all the rubble's like on him, and he starts like, oh yeah, crying. that's true. And that is that's one true. of the most effective moments in that movie to me, other than the vulture like in the car scene. But yeah, oh, it, but it's because so of yeah. because of what you said. Like it's like that is when you're reminded he is a kid who is about to die. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's also like it's really like he's fighting. You're like, oh, like no one's gonna come save him. Like right. Yeah, this, it's, this is it. Like he doesn't have Iron Man to come like swoop in. Right, home. Like right. he's by himself right now. By himself, yeah. And then also when Goblin gets impaled in the balls, I don't know why yeah. they did that, but like <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Um, I I think my highs. I mean the the Thanksgiving scenes kind of inarguably mm-hmm. great, but. I think I would be lying if I didn't say my favorite moment is when Goblin gets him up on the rooftop and then just like kind of plops down next to him. Like he's like sitting down with you him. and me. We're not so different. I l- <laughs> love that scene. I love any villain. We're not so different speech, but I also love that. Like in that moment, it is just two actors in silly suits. And that <laughs> rules. 
it like rules. They're just talking and it's silly and I love it. And it's really like what Raimi, the magic trick of what he pulls off to me of like, mm-hmm. so silly, but so sincere. And so like really effective. I, the last time I watched through all these movies, I was a little colder on this one. And then was like, eh, Spider-Man 2, that's the inarguably one, inarguable one. That's the brilliant one. The rest of them are like, fine, but I like them. This time I was like, nah, this movie is, it's really it's good. It's very good, yeah. It's very good. Um, this is, so rarely do we have superhero movies with this much personality anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. And I mean that, like, it, not that there's not personality, like James Gunn has certainly brought his personality sure. to the Guardians, uh, Taika Waititi to Thor Ragnarok and mm-hmm. to Thor 4. But they're still, like my they two still, favorite Marvel movies too. Like, right. Yeah. They still do feel like MCU movies. They and do. I like and how MCU movies feel, but this is so I think odd. it I think what it comes down to is like dialogue scenes feel yeah. like they are Taika or James Gunn, but they map out these action sequences like it's the same team doing it every time yeah. in Marvel movies. And totally like it's something like you like the quick cuts and like you still yeah. feel the energy of like Sam Raimi as he's swinging through the city or as he's you know fighting goblin like i think i wonder the- what dr strange is gonna be like i really do too i have no yeah. idea it's, it's, there's no way he didn't like hey let me do this right for some of it I don't i'm know. that's the marvel property i think i'm most excited for i, I can't even you, tell you yes, eternals like <laughs> after oh i'm actually really excited for the eternals like yeah. i Especially because Jon Snow's in it, and I'm like, yeah. I but also, see like, Jon nobody Snow knows what so Eternals cool. is. And I don't. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that it's being directed by somebody who's probably going to win Best Picture and Best Director this year, like, it's oh. so. Strange. Wait, who's who directed it? Chloe Zhao, who directed Nomadland. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Which is a good movie. Good flick. I have a, a question because yes, for me, I feel like when I watch this movie, like, even with like all the new Marvel movies and stuff. When I think of a superhero movie, I still think of this one. Mm -hmm. Do you guys feel like that? Or do you feel like now it's when you think of a superhero movie, think of like the big Marvel stuff. If someone were to just like say, name a superhero movie, I'm probably saying Avengers off the top. I probably would, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think think what I mean is like, this one just feels like if I was going to make a superhero movie, it would be like, I'm going to show the origin story. I'm going to show like the beats along the way that make this character who they are. I mean, like, what is the first superhero movie you'd show your kids? I guess is kind of the question. Probably I mean, this one. Other than Incredibles or Spider-Verse, which oh, I kind of feel sure. like are the inherent two yeah. first ones. But like, I would love to show my kids Spider-Verse at a young age, but I also kind of want them to have these movies mm-hmm. to like set up who Peter Parker is before. Yeah. You but I think uh, I think that's why one. Spider-Verse is brilliant. It's because I think you could watch it and you get that stuff in I think it. I think you yeah. could but I also think like yeah. like the easter eggs within that right. movie yeah, sure, like sure. make it even like the rewatch value like of like off the yeah totally chart. I I kind of think it's Burton's Batman this or the first Iron Man are the ones that kind of feel like the maybe the first Captain Iron America cuz it's such a throwbacky um thing but I mean it's definitely one of the earlier ones for sure I feel like I this is me, the first one I show my kids actually thinking about yeah. it more well, i think it probably it dep- is. if i'm if i'm trying to just like be like here's the marvel cinematic universe maybe i wouldn't because i wouldn't want to confuse them and be like where's the other spider-man right like, this is right. right but if i was just going to be like this is what a superhero movie is i would show this movie probably because it's yeah. like like they even made like that remember that drake bell like scary movie superhero movie like, yeah. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 
It was totally a ripoff of the, or like a parody of this first movie. Right. Yeah. They yeah. had X-Men and stuff in there too, but it was, Drake Bell was like the human mantis or something, like grasshopper, something like some kind of bug. Which is know. funny because he voices Spider-Man. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Cartoons. Um, Adam, where can people yes. find you on the internet? Oh man, uh, my Instagram is mostly like the only one I really use. So uh, A Reed Cartoonist, which is like A and then Reed with two E's and then Cartoonist. And yeah, like, awesome. that's mostly where he posts, I post stuff. He posts a lot of cool art. You should check it out. Yeah, you should follow oh, it. Yeah. Um, Chad? You can find me at Chad A. Oliver on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, which is my favorite social media platform because yep. I just post about movies. No drama. Tell them about your other podcast. Oh, yeah. You oh, can yeah. also listen to um, my solo podcast. Yeah, you do that uh, one. I'll do that, I, one. that I host called The Lord of the Rings Sentence, where I uh, go through the series Lord of the Rings one sentence at a time on a it's weekly stupid. basis. Um, and I'm on it three times or more. Uh, it's I'll be on it good. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can follow me at Cody Lensford underscore on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> you can find me at Cody Lensford on Letterboxd. Uh, you can listen to the show Chad and I and our friend Mark host together called Best Pictures, where we try and find the best movie every year we've been alive. It is where we talk about movies that are not Spider-Man. Um, so thanks, Adam, for being our guest. Thanks, everybody, yeah, thanks for, for listening. Um, we're going to leave everybody with a spider fact. This Ooh. month's spider fact is, <clears throat> in the 1970s, Spider-Man was a spokesperson for the Department of Agriculture. In a PSA, after saving the city from a dinosaur, he refuses a medal in favor of a banana, reminding kids the importance of healthy <laughs> snacking. They're Thanks, everybody, yellow. for listening. Mm-hmm. Good night. Don't let the radioactive spiders bite. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>